0: on my gravestone it will say he watched more kickboxer than the people that made kickboxer
1: i don't want my cheese puffs to get moldy and, and old today. <laughs> so oh i've moved on to my, my little gummy snacks now
0: <laughs> uh, i'm glad my concept has grasped
1: so the hair is long and curly in this movie along with some good special effects i might add
0: Hello everyone, welcome to Movie Freaks, the only podcast on the net brought to you by NyQuil, who's never changed their flavor because why should they? They know if you're sick enough, you'd drink garbage can juice for relief, so shove this swill down your throat. (laughs) 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 I'm Eric Warner.
2: I'm Eugene Weaver. I'm Jess Hicks.
0: And we are delightfully recovering from some of the plague around here, I'm sure you can probably tell by the beautiful tenor (laughs) of my voice. Uh... (laughs) That was a genuinely, that was really good. That was funny. <laughs> oh, I had some the other night. it was like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, it's, and it's real thick and like Ugh, syrupy, right? It's just yeah. so horrible. It's I have to terrible. have a chaser after that. It's
2: <laughs> really awful when you have to take it in the summertime too when it's hot.
1: Oh, God. I just know that the consistency of that stuff is like Southern Comfort.
3: <laughs> and, oh. so yeah, it basically. It's like
1: that, yeah, it's like that thick, syrupy. Oh. <laughs> but,
3: t- anyway.
0: but tastes like Jägermeister.
1: Yes, yeah, but exactly.
0: No alcohol, because that's why you drink it, for the flavor.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: Okay, Uh, anyway, let's get into the roulette, uh, where we force each other to check movies off our queue so that we can maybe avoid some grenades and hopefully find some gems. Uh, Last episode, we had Frank up against Dark Star, H.R. Geiger, documentary thing, and Para Elisa. Uh, It's my turn to go this week, isn't it? Yes. I believe so. Organized. Okay, I get to go first. Mm. Cheers. Ah, salud. Frank, yes. Uh, I would have finally brought this up, someone watched it. Finally, this has been watched and let me tell you, it met every expectation that I had for this film.
2: Completely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't know how yeah, to take that. It.
0: <laughs> already sounding a bit. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up this thing here. Sorry. I'm so prepared this evening. Um well, what do you expect from a movie about where a guy wears this big head on his on his head yeah uh, the entire movie in your and well
3: and I ninety five
0: percent of it oh no he talks oh he's just very weird and quirky and it's hard to get a read and um on him because you can't see his face his actual facial expressions. An aspiring musician joins a band of eccentrics, that's the understatement of the century, some might say hipster, led by an ignatic, <laughs> igni- enigmatic singer who wears a fake head uh, on his head, yes. So we follow Dom Hall Gleason, who's had one hell of a year, let's put it last couple, man, he's been in everything. Star Wars and uh, Ex Machina. There's a
2: lot of people making a good comeback. Jennifer Jason Leigh.
0: That guy, oh, so he's the guy that... Um, no, no, Dom Hall Gleason. Not, uh, there's, I know which Gleason. you're thinking of, Jess. Uh,
1: he's a younger kid. Oh. Oh. So it, okay, so in Ex Machina, both of those guys are in Star Wars Force Awakens. Correct. But, okay, okay, it's the
0: blonde-haired guy. Got it. Red, red hair guy, whatever. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. He has very red hair in this movie, anyway. There was something, oh, he's gonna, there was something else he was gonna be in, I can't remember. I saw him in something else this year. Uh, whatever, nonetheless, if you watch the trailer for this movie, you get it. It's it's kind of uh, hip, hip, hippity-hip. Uh, and You know, it, it reminded me of a review you had not long ago uh, uh, for something on the roulette where you said, you know, that's quirky and it's funny and it's supposed to be that way, and then the longer it goes, it turns, I think maybe it was super, it turns sad or, or just depressing. Uh, and it, super did that. This. Okay, that might be what I was remembering, but and 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 this kind of does that too. It's like it's it's happy and quirky and trying to, and being a comedy and you get it. And then towards the end, it just turns really sad. And I don't wow. mean s- necessarily sad, like somebody dies and you're like that is miserable. But just like sad, like what what ha- why why did it stop being funny? It uh. just stops being funny, and it's eh, no thanks. That's I. Uh, m- Five out of ten, the okay. past, thumbs down. Not a Eugene movie. Jess, you might dig it, but I can't see anybody raving about this. Like, who mm-hmm. would ever go back and watch this again? Yeah, I really
2: I kind of get the feeling that it's just kind of, it's one of those that's like, we're going to start out kind of hipster, quirky, fun, whatever, but we're going to kind of hammer in some, we're going to shoehorn in some real life gut punches and just totally change the tone of the movie halfway through.
0: Like no, that's it was the vibe more then. like just like kind of the very end. I mean, they they go out to this cabin to record this uh, album that they're going to invent, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're recording trees, and they're recording them hitting symbols in the woods. And I am it, so not interested <laughs> in this. Oh my god! <laughs> <Lord>. Oh, <Yeah. laughs> it, it was interesting, but it's sort of like I I lose it when it's like. Then we stayed out there for thirteen months. Yeah, because I remember when I was in my twenties and I just suddenly took a year off and went in the woods and yeah. did nothing. Yeah, you know, what I mean? right? Like, remember I when
2: you I, could just like drop your whole entire life and not worry about living or money or anything
3: like that? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Like I don't, I just don't associate with that at all. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, take Frank for what you will. Uh, I, worth one watch, let's put it that way. Jess, though, you might really dig it. I, I have no idea. Um, I. It um, sounds
2: like a lot, like. Uh, the show girls which i i despise i it's supposed to be for me like i'm a 20 some year old girl i'm supposed to relate to the show and you can't relate to it all at all because it's just all these women who have money and can just do whatever they want and have no kind of real life perspective on anything and that's kind of like i feel like it's kind of in the same vein as that hipstery mm-hmm. quirky meh Oh, so I'm quirky. probably never going
3: to watch it. Holy <laughs> quirky.
0: I mean, two of the people in the band don't even speak English, and uh, the, the, then there's another guy who's... I, uh, huh? What? Okay, yeah, I got it. Cracking PBRs with their twirly mustaches <laughs> and their... No, it's like, <laughs> we're all cool because we all have mental problems, you know? Yeah. It, okay. uh, but then the reality of that rears its ugly head, and it's no good. So, uh, anyway. Eugene, Happiness, Dark Star, H.R., Geiger's, Whatever.
1: Okay, um, so I did watch like, uh, a while ago, I watched the first ten minutes or so of the movie. I'm like, Okay, well, I I love his work. And uh, and for those of you listening that don't know who this person is, he is uh an artist and he is the reason why the world knows Ridley Scott's alien design. Uh he was the one that came up with that. Or the actually he was the one that that uh designed things very similar and really Scott fell in love with it and the rest is history. So the first time that I tried to watch it, I'm like, okay, it's so far a little bit interesting, uh, but uh, it's an hour. A Yeah, it's Yeah. It's like, uh, the beginning is kind of slow. I'm like, I'll get to it later. Well, I got to it later. Thanks to the roulette. And now it is finally off my list. Thank <laughs> God. That was a heavy. Finally, uh, you know, he is an immensely interesting person. Now he did pass away, obviously, um, but his work is is so fascinating to me and so interesting. And they cover it kind of, but then they also just cover day to day stuff of him doing things and talking <laughs> in his German. What and like you're eating food with your family. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs>
2: watch H.R. Geiger look out the window at some birds. Yeah,
1: and and, oh, now he's on tour, and people are showing him their tattoos, and they're crying, and I'm like, how about talking more about what inspired, like, there's, there's a great documentary in this, and it's about 50, 45, 50 minutes long, there's a great documentary in here, but it is just a slog to get through when you're watching people meander about his house, and like... They got skulls in here. I'm like, yeah, you. We've been seeing the skulls all through this damn documentary. I'm like, I get it. The guy's kind of weird. He's got skulls and biomechanical <laughs> stuff, and like Alien is cool, but it's like, it, come on, guys. Let's. And then they, when they finally get to Alien, they start talking about the movie. I'm like, here we go. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is interesting. And then after that, I went. And did, I'm like, oh, that lasted five minutes. That good, good. Now oh. we're back. Now we're back to depression and suicidal Grix girlfriend, and uh. oh, anyway, there you go. So, <laughs> uh, uh, where do you have, score? Thumbs down,
0: pass. I think
1: I gave it. Two, I think two out of five, uh, just because it was over overly self indulgent. It did not need to be. There was not enough stuff in there to make it an hour and forty minutes long at all. So, and I, I watched I, about the first 20 minutes and I
0: could, I could see the writing on the wall pretty quick. Cause it was like, yeah. same thing. They were sitting down yeah. and just chit chatting. I'm yeah. like, what's going Is something going to happen here?
1: Yeah. And then every now and then there's a bit of brilliance that pops up. Like there's a, there's a piece of art and they talk about it a little bit. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then it's back to eating your porridge or he's puffing on your pipe. <laughs> uh, whatever you're doing. I don't care. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, anyway, that's done. Okay. Uh, it was, I will say it was cool to see. Like, uh, I, this was kind of neat when he would go to a convention or whatever, and like there was just lines of of like punk metal, goth people waiting to mm-hmm. meet this guy. That was kind of cool. I'm like, oh, but then that got over Like, okay, we've seen enough people showing him their tattoos, and we get uh, it. People uh, like you. <laughs> yes. So,
2: okay. Uh,
0: I'm Jeff? done. Yeah. Para, para Elisa.
2: Yes. Um, well, I came in, I guess, on the completely opposite side of the spectrum with a whopping 75-minute movie. <laughs>
1: Lucky you.
2: <laughs> and you know what? I, I actually think I win roulette this time because I, I, I enjoyed Para Elisa. Um, nice. So at, at a nice 75-minute runtime, which, which is actually – Maybe a little bit long for this movie, to be honest, but I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, Para Elisa is a Spanish movie, so yes, it is subtitled for you people who may be interested in checking it out. Um, and it's about a girl that, uh, she, she wants to raise some money to go on some after college semester trip. I don't know. And she's a horrible, snotty bitch, pretty much. She, she's like a, like a, she calls her mom and demands. (laughs) That her she gives her a thousand euros and gets all pissed off when she won't just turn over and give her money. And then she's like, well, fine, I'll get my own job and do it myself. And I'm like, yeah, what's, I don't have why. <laughs> That's what you should do. But anyway, she takes a babysitting job and things go awry from there. Um, the best way I can describe this movie is and I'm going to compare it to two very good movies. And I don't want you to think that that means that this movie is amazing. But it is very much a sort of misery meets House of the Devil situation. Um, That's
0: going to need some clarification. Uh, (laughs) The first two-thirds of House of the Devil or the end?
2: (laughs) The first two-thirds of the House of the Devil. And the fact that she takes a babysitting job and these people are very weird. Because basically what it is, is she gets there and the mom's like, Oh, come meet my daughter, who happens to be a grown woman that's dressed like a five-year-old. Because mom is crazy. And so she and this is not really spoilers because this all happens very quickly. She injects this girl with some plant venom or whatever that or she she puts it in tea. And once it touches your vocal cords, it doesn't allow like you can't talk it it does some irritation to your vocal, vocal cords and make you makes you literally speechless. So she pretty much the idea of her taking on this job was to be made into a human doll for this creepy child woman to play with.
0: <laughs> so continuing on with your doll movie theme from last exactly. week, exactly. It was yeah. really You're weird that role. it
2: happened to to coincide exactly with the boy. Um, and as far as misery goes, once the woman is then trapped in their house, in the house, there is a very obvious homage to misery. And it's just the idea of her being stuck in that house and trying to get out. And at 75 minutes, it is short and that is good. But I would say that this movie probably would have benefited much better as a short film because the middle does feel a little padded just because it's not a very complex story. It's just OK. This And because it is so short, everything happens so fast that you just kind of get to the middle of the movie and it should be the end of the movie because... Okay, we you have her captured. Now it's right. just her running around the house trying to get out for twenty five thirty minutes, and then some. You know, weird stuff happens. We gotta meet
0: that minimum runtime for Netflix.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: exactly. So it's basically
1: it, seventy five minutes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I, I and even still, even like I said, seventy five minutes isn't a big deal. So even it being kind of long, which is totally not a problem at all. Um, and I did. This, uh, this is a Spanish horror movie and Spanish horror movies do tend to be a little bit gruesome. Um, so this one did have some nice, decent gore, decent, like, ooh, like cringy shots that I really enjoyed. And I really liked the the, the color of the film because it's unnaturally kind of soft and, like, autumn-y and it feels, like, it has a warm feeling and then you go into the house and it gets a darker feeling, but it never like has that awful blue-gray tint that makes it feel cold that I don't understand why it, it gets used so often. The it
1: really good on the movie? Like, yeah, the it
2: looks really nice. Yeah, yeah, it looks really slick.
1: Good. I'll keep that one on my list.
2: Yeah, I would definitely give this a thumbs up and I would say definitely check it out. And if you're kind of adverse to subtitled movies then hey, it's only 75 minutes long.
0: Cool. Excellent.
2: Thumbs up for me.
0: Alright. Awesome. Well, good. Okay, let's move on to the next uh, part of the roulette where we sell each other our movies. Uh, again, I'm up first. Uh, first I have, uh, this one I got swept in by the the cool cover. Looks cool to me anyway. Uh, New It, number one, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, it's N-U-I-T, number one. This account of a one night stand that becomes something more begins with Clara and Nikolai, uh, meet at a rave, then go back to Nikolai's place to make sweet sweet love um <laughs> but the cover looked kind of filthy and ravish and I was like I don't know it's european so maybe this What's is something What's it called again? N U I T number oh. 1 number 1 I know strange again strange title so I was like it, okay is it you know, subtitled? I would imagine so it looks like a foreign, foreign film
2: okay
0: uh, that's only one and a half stars I got to have one on there that's that's weak but i I always <laughs> I always balance it yeah. Uh, next up, the Dude Sons movie. Do you guys, you guys, ever heard of these guys? I no, yes. not okay.
2: until you mentioned the movie, and so I looked it up, and they seem like a jackass kind of yeah, deal. That's,
0: well, that's what it says in the tradition of jackass—a quartet of masochistic Finnish daredevils, part- yeah, outrageous stunts and four stars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I figured that's total Eugene Bate. Let him dive on that (laughs) grenade. (laughs) And then lastly, a total roulette for me as I was looking for something different. Uh, but it has four stars, so that's something to consider in the vein of the robot movies of the last couple years. Eva. I haven't heard of this one. Uh, programmer Alex recently hired to develop a robot child is inspired by his pretty niece Eva, whose mother, his former lover, awakens old feelings. Uh, so I don't know, maybe something one uh, another gem in the robot rough um probably not, but it's got four stars and it's an hour and a half, so it fits on the roulette. One of you bastards yep. watch it so I don't have to. <laughs> uh Eugene <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, first up, for me. Who stole is... half of my uh, frickin' roulette picks by posting a good four or five hours earlier than I demanded. <laughs> uh, yeah, I but... said noon. Yeah, he stole one of mine. There, too. there they were. Uh, <laughs> you were like, screw you, because love is going on there. <laughs> yes. See,
2: I think that's, <laughs> yeah, that was mine, he oh, yeah. So we all wanted to get that <laughs> out
0: <laughs> and But before I got mad, I realized wait a minute, it's my turn to pick first, so go ahead.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, first off, I uh, I started with. Jean-Claude Van Damme's Pound of Flesh. They Wait. took his kidney, the one that had his dying niece's name on it, hunting it down wow. would be a pretty procedure.
0: Oh, I wish so bad this was a softcore porn movie starring Van Damme. <laughs> <Yeah>. pound, of
1: <laughs> f- pound of Flesh. Pound of Flesh. You know, I I do like Jean-Claude. I've liked him ever since the 80s, and he stars in a lot of junk, but then he, ha- he does have the occasional... Solid flick. In fact, the last really good one I watched was that comedy one that, Eric, that you and I watched that was was hilarious. Uh, Welcome Um, to the Jungle. But before that, uh, I always kind of considered
0: him washed up. All the stories around Hollywood were big cokehead, out of control, blah, blah, blah. And right when his life was about as low as it could get, he made or was involved in making JCVD. Which was great. I watched that movie and I was like, you kind of get a lifetime pass now.
3: Because <laughs> yeah. no
0: Hollywood star has had the balls to sit down and do that.
1: And that was amazing. Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, so anyway, um, Pound of Flesh. Next up is Gaspar, Gaspar Noise Love. And if you know what who that director is, that's, yeah, there you go. Uh, two hours and 15 minutes long, so it's a long one. Marriage is his present intense Sex with another woman is his past. Today, the past prevails. So, uh, I'm not sure if this is going to be a, more irreversible or if it's going to be more uh, enter the void. I'm not sure where that where I, this one falls. It,
2: I don't looks know. Like more it,
1: voidish. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it doesn't seem. I don't think it's going to be as heavy or like as dark as irreversible.
0: Yeah, guys, it's a no Noé film. It's gonna be. I, I mean, it's
2: going to be insane, <laughs> but...
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, I know. I have a feeling someone is going to watch that this, this week. But if not you guys, then I probably will. Um, okay, then last up is... And this is probably another one that I'm going to have to end up watching myself, but I just... It's got that, that actress that I like in it, so why not? The Diabolical, <laughs> starring Adelaide Larder. Again, terrorized by unexplained disturbances and horrific visions in her home, a young widowed mother turns to her scientist boyfriend for help. And I think this is going to be a gem in the rough. That's why it's on the roulette and you haven't watched it. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yep. I, Dang, but, I've told
0: you how much uh, how tired I am of ghost movies, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let yeah. me know how it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jess.
2: Alright, so um, I put a little bit of everything on here. So I'm going to start with The Hollow, which is a 2015 horror movie. Hour and 25 minutes, so not real long there. Halloween rock when three sisters visit their aunt on a North American forest island, evading a Wicker Man dude whilst inhabitant... Get murdered. <laughs> this is the weirdest, like, description ever. <laughs> is it IMDb?
0: Yes. Yeah, sometimes those are complete Netflix was right. being
2: a bitch, so I had to get on IMDb. Uh, want,
0: I got the Netflix one here if you want it. Yeah, you can
2: go ahead and read that one. Uh,
0: on Halloween, three sisters en route to Shelter Island get stranded in the woods during a killer storm and soon find out they're not alone.
2: Bum, bum, bum.
0: Uh, Deborah Kara Unger. That's
2: cool. Yeah, Remember? but uh, I threw this one on here, actually, because I had heard a lot of... Um, good things about it because it kind of came in under the radar towards the end of 2015. Um, But I kept hearing good things about it, so I thought, hey, why not? I'll probably watch it at some point, but figure I'd give one of you a chance first. So the next one I picked is a, it's got a higher star rating. It looks just kind of like an indie comedy, but it's got uh, Simon Pegg in it, and it is called Hector and the Search for Happiness came out in 2014. It is an hour and 54 minutes and is rated R, in case you were interested. <laughs> a psychiatrist searches the globe to find a cer- uh, the secret of happiness. Basically, Simon Pegg is disillusioned and fed up um, with his psychiatrist job and goes in search of true happiness. Um, so, yeah, sounds like your standard indie fare, and Simon Pegg's always nice, so...
0: There you go. Uh, I, on uh, Netflix, it says hour fourteen.
2: Hour fourteen? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Well, <laughs> that I guess you would probably. <laughs> yeah, hour fourteen or hour fifty four. I don't know. I guess you don't know until you hit play.
0: Tony Collette, Rosamund and Pike. That's a pretty good cast.
2: Yeah, it's got it's got pretty high star rating. Um, yep. Well, I guess if you choose it, you'll get to decide. You'll get to see how long it yeah. actually is. <laughs> And the last one I picked was Dope, which is a pretty uh, high rated, but this one just looks awesome and I need to watch it at some point. But um, Life Changes for Malcolm, a geek who's surviving life in a tough neighborhood after a chance invitation to an underground party leads him and his friends into a Los Angeles adventure. Um, And this movie, I just, I have seen so many spots and trailers for it and it, it just is one of those movies that I keep subconsciously thinking I need to see that and then I saw that they added it so
0: here we are I heard a lot of buzz about that movie I heard it was yeah, really me good too. and I mm-hmm. I added it as soon as it was on Netflix as well uh, okay time to pick uh, I'm first up I'm not going to take a lot of time I was I, Dope is already, I already added that to my listing to watch sometime Hector and the Search for Happiness I'd never heard of before uh, and was tempted by but I took the hipster pick last week so I'm not going uh, <laughs> to it's on my queue consider it in my queue uh, the Hollow, I'm not going to take for a reason I'll explain later because I already dove on one of those kind of roulette horrors this week, and I don't want to ruin my good luck. Um, Pound of Flash. God, J.C.V. I'm going to take Gasper. Noe's Love. I, right. I just know that I'm going to watch it eventually, and this is the kick in the pants to get it watched. Uh, Eugene, your turn. Okay.
1: It is down to two movies. I mean, Eric you're uh, your Dudeson's movie I'm like oh, it's tempting but honestly it's between Dope and The Hollow and I got to take The Hollow because <laughs> cuz you're
0: got... Eugene and
3: The horror yeah, guy. I'm Eugene
1: and I like horror and I saw that this is a sci-fi original so I'm like oh well, I'm in like, like hook me hook me up <laughs> So uh yes, but this did show I guess on the sci-fi channel uh but that cover is. Uh, yeah, but is, you know that means it's it, going to be a PG 13. Not yeah. really anything bloody or gory or. Oh, I know. Oh, I, I, I'm well aware of that. I mean, that's, the that's monster is like a fire thing. Yeah. I know. I, the, that cover is really cool. Yeah. It's going to be the best thing about the movie. <laughs> yep. So I'll report back next week on that gem. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah, I'm. I can't believe I'm not picking dope because thanks. seriously, that, <laughs>
2: thanks. <laughs> thanks for that, Boris. I
0: appreciate all right. it. Uh, uh, yeah, Jess.
2: Man, I don't know what to pick because Eric stole mine, and oh, I can't I, pick any I of mine. I knew he put that
0: on there. I was all over <laughs> it,
2: and I'm sure as hell not picking pound of flesh.
1: <laughs> ah, Jean. No, no love for Jean Jean Claude, huh? Jean Claude. Uh,
2: no, not really my thing.
0: Diabolical? But, you got a horror movie in there?
2: I know, but I don't like Allie Larder. We're <laughs> polar opposites on that one, Eugene. I, there's something about her just, just I don't like her.
0: I like but, her, but I hate ghosts, so I'm at a quandary between the two of you.
2: But I don't know that I can stand a robot movie about a child robot, so I'm gonna have to choose my hate of Ally Larder as a lesser hate, so I'm going with the Diabolical. Yes,
1: Alright.
2: I'm I'm so thinking that I I won this roulette because I'm not going to win next roulette.
0: <laughs> what are you two horror freaks going to do when we run out of horror movies on Netflix? Oh. You'll be like, you you guys are like Blu-ray round.
2: We're gonna have <laughs> yeah. to chip in and get you some kind of like subscription to something else that you can <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> stream on, on horror on. movies on, or oh, Streambox. You, know, screen honestly, box, even... you should you get you screen yeah. box. It's only like three ninety nine a month or something like that. <laughs> ultimate uh, silence. Just uh, the Sorry. Over no, the I was
0: shaking my head. Was, the, the The entertainment budget is is uh, at its <laughs> limit. Let's Netflix? put it that yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, I got four hundred things in my queue, When I clear that off. We'll talk. Not to mention that I got Shout Factory TV. There, there's all kinds of uh, legal That's avenues true. to to obtain all YouTube. kinds of goodies. YouTube has yep. tons of goodness on there.
1: I will say Eva could be a gem, but uh, after I watched that just god-awful AI uncanny. movie, uh, uncanny, I'm like, I can't do another <laughs> one of those ex machina ripoffs, no. I totally
0: understand. Was, it's yeah. a, I've never even heard of it, so it makes it a good roulette. Yeah. Okay. We got a little bit of time. We're uh, on course. Eugene, do you want to do a little bit of theater ticket lottery?
3: Yes, I do. Just
0: a little bit? We'll just do it. Yes. We'll, do, we'll do real, real quick, just to fill some time. Because I got recently watched that I have to talk about. Okay. Me
2: too. And, and just so while they while they're getting their uh, tickets ready, just so you guys know, I, I think that we've been very quiet this week because as far as posting things and stuff, because we have such a, a, an amazing amount of things to talk about tonight. Because yes, we do. I, I, I I've seen a couple movies that. I've been really wanting to see, and Eric borrowed a few that I'm excited to hear about.
0: Oh yeah, you're gonna hear about some of them. I didn't actually get to uh, two of the ones that you gave me because I I, I got I got caught up. Uh, you you can blame that one on uh, my buddy who gives me voodoo codes whenever he buys movies, and it's like ah, I gotta watch this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you got to the you got to the one I'm most excited about.
0: Yes, yeah. yes, I did. I made that a priority. Uh, okay, you ready, Eugene? I am ready. Okay, Jess. Usually, what we do here is we reach our hands into our buckets, bags, what have you, of tickets from our lifetimes of uh, going to watch movies, and we scramble it around and pull out something to be embarrassed about. Um, usually, Alrighty. the party not pulling tries to guess what they're going to pull out. I usually ninety percent of the time say Eugene's going to pull out a horror movie, and he pulls out uh, crappy comedy movies. So, uh...
1: yeah, I, I seriously,
0: <laughs> I do. It's so weird. <laughs> He, I don't, I don't know if he's pulled out more than two horror movies since
1: we started this. Uh, I, I, seriously, I have the list pulled up here, um, Lake Placid, if that is even considered a horror movie. <laughs> it's
2: like horror and comedy. The Relic,
1: the Relic, is a horror movie, and 13 Ghosts, that's it. Otherwise, no horror movies. <laughs> that's sad. But Big Mama's House, I pulled out Big Mama's oh, House. Oh, oh my god. And yeah. then. That's and awful.
2: <laughs>
0: take the gloves off, we're allowed to make fun of each other, because. Oh yes. All right, uh. Let Eugene go first, uh, but okay. we gotta we gotta figure
1: out what he's gonna pull. And Jess, just, just so you know, I've been collecting my movie ticket stubs since my first movie ticket stub I ever ke- uh, kept was Death Warrant from Jean Claude Van Damme. Nice. <laughs> so literally, that's how long I've been collecting uh, movie ticket stubs. So that was in the eighties. I have no idea when I
0: started, so it, but I would guess it was probably the teens for me. I doubt I kept any from when I was a kid.
2: I started working at Regal when I was, like, 17, or when I was, like, 18, and then, so I didn't really, like, ever get stubs, because I just went to everything for free, and then I quit, and I was oh, still going yeah. to stuff for free, because I'm still friends with the manager, so I just, I never started collecting anything. What, yeah,
0: and there is a, a, a element of detective work that's sometimes involved here, when we, we get one that's really old and faded. Because they're faded. Say, <laughs> well, and it might be yeah. half the ticket, because they tear it in half. So it would be, it'll say like bad and, yeah. and a date, and then you look it up. Oh, it's Bad Boys 1. <laughs> I had a bad
2: time at. <laughs> <laughs>
0: bad <Yes>. taste, or. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, how great that was Yeah. Go bad ahead, t- Eugene. T- okay, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. you
0: know, against my better judgment, I'm going to guess a horror movie.
1: Okay. Jess?
2: Action movie.
1: Action movie? Okay. Yep. And digging way down in there to the bottom. And This one here feels like a winner. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is total premonition of things to come, I'm sure. Vanilla Sky.
3: Oh my god.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Vanilla Sky. Wow. the, The ultimate... Eric and Eugene contention movie roulette the ultimate roulette that's right yes wow what would you give me if I could pull a cabin fever out of here oh my goodness that would be crazy (laughs) that would be the end of the show
3: wait (laughs) wait so So what's
2: the contention here I take it one of you likes it one of you does
0: not no no our ultimate roulette is vanilla sky and cabin fever and that's we when we started the show we said we're not gonna do those until episode 100 Mm
3: -hmm. yeah (laughs)
0: And they're both rewatches. We've watched both those movies and hated them, and we're both like, you need gotcha. to give that one a second chance. So, Because yeah, I've watched Vanilla Sky this one time here.
2: Yeah. I never saw Vanilla Sky because I stayed away from it.
0: <laughs> oh, it's a good
2: movie. Uh, yeah.
0: Wow. I saw Cabin Fever once in the in the theater. I saw it once Wouldn't in the be- theater and, well, with you for a while, but then about 20 minutes into the movie, I moved like down to row three because I was so mad at the people <laughs> talking. And then I got up, like, with five minutes to go in the movie and walked back like, oh, he's totally gonna be ready to walk out of this piece of shit. And you were sitting there just grinning ear to ear happy, (laughs) and I was
1: like, what are you smiling about? This is the worst piece
3: of shit ever.
1: Uh, And I've watched that movie so many times at this point. I watched it Uh. once.
2: (laughs) I also watched it once.
1: Uh,
0: Yay! (laughs) Uh, Okay, what do you want?
2: I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say sci-fi.
1: I'll say a, a drama. Okay, what do we got here?
0: Uh, oh, you're both wrong. Uh, three hundred.
2: I'm doing oh. awesome at this game. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, geez. Fun, as good yeah. as we do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Thursday, three hundred thirty p.m. Thursday, I'm sure I watched that with
1: you at Maslin. Maslin twelve. 12.
0: Yeah. Yep. That was me. Yeah, that's boring. Nothing really exciting about that story. Okay. Eugene, back okay. to you. I'm going to say... No.
1: What? No, I was... What do you, what do you guys think? Oh, I All was
0: right. going to say something kind of Forrest Gumpy. So,
2: so drama, I guess? A tale <laughs> of a man. A drama, Are you trying but to, like, a, period piece?
0: Drama, period piece, thriller, tale of one man, his thriller. story, his life. There you go.
2: <laughs> what part of G- Forrest gump is thrilling
0: <laughs> uh the vietnam scenes
2: i i suppose i'm gonna go <laughs>
0: i didn't mean like serial killer thriller i just okay. meant like he's just running away and, from and fire I picture, I don't... <laughs> michael jackson
2: <Okay>. i, don't... <laughs> I I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna go with comedy comedy yeah.
1: Okay, that's a safe there we go and the winner is oh a, a small ticket stuff okay so oh that could m- be good so this is a small ticket stuff. So this is not Cinemark that I pulled out here. This is, oh, wow, this is old Riegel? school. Hoyts. Hoyts, that's Philly. Yeah. Oh, boy. Dr. Giggles.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: I sort of Dr.
1: got it. Dr. Giggles. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, there's that's no the way one that's with that's Larry late? Drake. That's the that yeah, yeah, one and I, Yeah, and I watched it. And, and, and there is no doctor on it. It just says giggles, and I guarantee you that is Doctor Giggles because I did watch that movie in the theater.
2: Because what else could it possibly
1: be? Yeah, <laughs> know, know, yeah. Because it probably played for exactly one day.
2: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and you were the one person who went to see it. I was now the that one person. Is
1: yes. Oh wow! And I remember very little of that movie other than uh, that he giggled all the time, obviously <laughs> to a fault. Like okay, that's not funny anymore but I, I don't even
2: know played. if I've seen it honestly like I don't know if it's just one of those things that's like ingrained in sort of the cult the horror culture that I just think I've seen it or if I actually did and sort of just forgot all of it
1: <laughs> it's it, the complete generic slasher movie I mean that it is just it's a generic early 90s slasher movie before scream did its thing and made the big slasher comeback this was a right. generic slasher movie but Eric have you seen this one I've, I you have. I'm not sure I don't think
0: so. Wait. It, it, oh God! I pull up such random thoughts. Is it the the actor that was that replaced the guy, bad guy on uh, Dark Man Number Three? Well, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the Doctor, He and... was Doctor Giggles.
1: I might. Yeah, have. he was the
0: ki- he was the killer. Yep. Yeah, I might have seen that. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just remembering the cover. Yeah, it's, it's something that exists that I've seen in the theater. Uh, I'm surprised you don't have the Blu-ray.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, um, oh, he wait does. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> okay, what do you
1: want? Let's move it along. As I pull up my <laughs> film aficionado list here to see, because like, I think I have that on double feature with Otis, a movie called Otis. Oh, I know that one.
2: Oh, I've seen yeah. that, yeah.
1: Okay, what do you want?
2: I'm going to say Drama.
1: Eugene, join us. Oh, oh. I I, 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 I'm literally sitting here thinking, I have that in here. When was the last time I watched Dr. Gale? Should I pull that one out again? I watched that bad boy again. <laughs> okay, my, back, to, back, back to... My, why, um, my, my two star is about to go up to a three. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's a gem. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say a horror movie. Uh, what have we got here? This is a, a Regal
0: Entertainment Group. Newtown Cinema 8. Presenting, oh boy, uh, Thursday matinee collateral. This would be with Tom Cruise, Jamie Fox. Oh, oh, nice, That's damn a good, good movie. movie, yeah. Thursday at one p.m. Oh, oh must have must a light day?
1: <laughs> wow, you're getting the, yeah, kind of the, yeah, guess, the yeah. newer stuff. Yeah,
0: I guess. I don't know. I'm trying not to, but uh, I'm reaching reach. Jess, have you have you seen that one? Mm-mm. You I'm seen not collateral? a big.
2: I'm not – no, I haven't. I'm not – I don't like Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, That's wow. A That's damn a damn good movie. That so I don't actively movie. seek out Tom Cruise movies. Yeah, but Michael except Mann. Except for Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> no,
1: I yes, know. I know. But, but Michael Mann and uh, Jamie – I thought Jamie Foxx was really, really good in that movie. Yep. I do
2: like Jamie Foxx, and I'm sure it's a movie that I would like. It's just that, like, things – it's more of, like, sort it's an action-y movie, right?
3: Yeah. Uh, it's not I that mean, I, do, I it's not that I don't
2: enjoy action suspense kind of stuff like that. I do. It's just not stuff that I actively seek out because there's so much other stuff that I am into that I haven't watched yet. So it's one of those things that I'm sure I would like and if it was presented to me, I would pro- watch it, but I don't actively look for it.
0: It's sort of like heat,
2: but instead of bank robbers uh and Oh, okay. Like a heisty kind of
0: No, no, no. Instead of bank robbers and assassins. Oh.
2: Yeah. Oh.
0: It is a
1: really good movie. That's an yeah. exceptionally good movie.
0: Okay. Uh, Eugene, is, you're going to pull out an a, embarrassing comedy for the last one. I can just feel it in
1: my bones. And see, I'm glad you say that because that <laughs> means I'm going to probably pull out something awesome.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to say horror. I'm going to choose horror on my last go.
1: Okay, here we go. And the winner is. Oh, yeah just for the win on this one Woohoo! clive barker's lord of illusion well i said horror too wow don't i what? i said horror you, no i thought you said silly comedy yeah oh, i thought probably. you
2: said you said bad comedy
1: <laughs> what's the difference
2: yeah, this is
3: before those things to make comedy
1: I,
0: every time i say horror he pulls out a comedy every time i say he's comedy he's just going
2: to edit it and make us sound
0: stupid <laughs> no i <laughs> exactly, won't yes.
1: no i won't probably <laughs> This is a great movie, by the way. I love Lord of Illusions.
0: Yeah, it is a good movie. It Actually, is what Lord I was thinking when I said comedy off. was that he's going to pull out a horror movie now that I said that. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, uh, what do you want for me? And what I'm going to do this time, I'm going to peek a little bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for one of the tiny tickets. Uh, so I'll flip this. So that's the old school one. Yeah, I can't tell what it is, but I'll flip it over. The first one I see, I'll grab. So it'll be something a little older since I've grabbed two newer yeah. releases. It's, uh, these damn Cinemark tickets, they're so big, they just go right to your hand. Yeah. Uh, so what do you uh, guys want?
1: I'm going to say a, uh, if you're going for the smaller ticket stubs, probably not horror, so I'm going to go action. Okay.
2: Sorry I want to
0: take comedy.
1: Not into horror like you are now.
0: That's true. What'd
2: you say, Jeff? Comedy.
0: Oh, that's a long shot. Okay. First one I pulled up here. Holy crap. This is ancient. Uh, I even wrote on the back because I knew it would fade. The fifth element.
2: Ooh, oh wow! Sweet. That movie has bits of comedy in
3: it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gary Oldman. Yep. Yes. With his.
0: Yep. Oh man, like, mine was really boring this this time. That's no, that was good. Yeah. You ended on. You ended on. A I high mean, move. it's that a really good. good movie. Yeah. 300, Collateral, Fifth Element, Eugene's Vanilla Sky, Dr. Giggles, and Lord of Illusions. <laughs> 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 Dr. Giggles, I think, wins this round, as does Jess. Good job on the first, yeah, yes. your, your first uh, trip in the theater ticket lottery. I'd say you definitely won.
2: I got uh, a couple right.
0: Yep. We got none right. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's not waste any more time with that shenan- those shenanigans, and let's move on to Recently Watched. Uh, we got a good amount of time here. Uh, I want to do three rounds. Okay?
2: All so, right.
0: organize let me, your list. Let
2: me break down, yeah. Accordingly.
0: Okay. So, we each get three movies.
2: Well, three movies can, per you round. You get
0: three Wait. rounds. Okay. Do whatever you want, but you got three rounds. Okay. That means if you're going to put more than one in a round, shorten it up. Uh, okay. Okay. First up, right off the bat, Exorcist. I uh, just wanted to know what I thought of Exorcist 3, and she gave me... The box set with everything mm-hmm. so well i gotta watch all of them again i haven't watched the first one in many years and it's time to sit down and give that thing another re-evaluation the first time i watched it uh i recognize its its uh qualities uh filmmaking wise all the technicals uh but it's so hardcore that it was hard to enjoy uh, as entertainment for me right uh this time around knowing what is to come and being able to like just reel it in uh, my expectations a bit and know that th- they're going to go over the top with it i would say that i'm uh i enjoyed it more this time i would put it that way as usually it's kind of a thumbs down for me but i would say that it's a you know i give it a thumbs up obviously for the technicals but it, I, I was able to enjoy it as being a little even just too over the top it does not freak me out let's put it that way it, it's but, because but it you... goes but you
2: are saying that that you have you've had a um, I can't say I don't mean better as in like good experience, but you appreciate it more now than on past viewings.
0: No, the first time I saw it, it was more it was scarier.
2: Mm, oh, okay, I see what you mean.
0: This time, watching it, knowing what to expect, and I don't know, I just have a different perspective this time, namely because of Emily Rose, and yeah. uh, because they're both Exorcist movies, exorcism movies. Um, I think Emily Rose is a scarier film because I don't think it goes as far over the top to try to shock. And I know you got to put it at the time and place because Exorcist is so much older, um, mm-hmm. which makes it even more amazing that they put it out, you know, that shocking at that time. But it's so far over the top with the crap that they have her say that it, I start to go, I'm watching a movie, you know, it, whereas with Emily Rose, it's a smidge more subtle. And mm-hmm. with the stuff she's saying, and that affects me more, like, because it feels a little more real.
2: See, I can, I I can definitely see where you're coming from as far as that, like, because what they're having her say is really, especially for, like, now and, and the older it does get, the more dated that becomes. Or, or just, for us, it it doesn't seem like, how could this be shot? Like, you're just trying, you're being overtly blasphemous I, or whatever I, yeah, to try into, and be I, You're going into shocking. exploitation. But I mean, at the time that stuff, I guess that stuff really did scare, and it's just I think it's something that dated. But it's funny you say that. It, like I understand it not being as scary. I get that. But for me, something about The Exorcist gets scarier as I get older, and not necessarily like the actual like thing she's doing, but just the atmosphere and the feeling and yeah,
3: me too. Her, the, the way her
2: mo- the way her mom feels and is dealing with everything, and it just it, something about that definitely gets under my skin now as and the other stuff the, i will admit that like when she starts screaming and 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 doing all those crazy things like it does kind of like okay yeah i'm watching a movie but the other stuff is just so i don't know it just gets under my skin in a way that it just ew, and, it, and it gets me more every time
1: yeah I, I yeah me too
0: and i could get there with more viewings it's just that's where i'm at after this one
2: and i mean still hey you're not saying it's bad.
1: <laughs> no def- i'm definitely not saying that I, it's just uh,
2: we definitely yeah, between- get that
1: i would be severely bummed out if you'd be like "Yep, yeah, sorry man that gets a thumbs down that no. would, that would <laughs>
2: sorry be- the exorcist sucks no. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah right I, come on it's like saying the godfather sucks it's it's yeah. one of those classics in yeah. cinema. um but anyway trying to move along here because i've got a lot of points to make and a lot of films to cover in my first round you guys said skip exorcist 2 because it blows I cannot just go right to three. Sorry. I at least have to watch it once, so I watched it oh, Hey, you don't once have too. to apologize to us. You uh, watched it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going op- to. wait, I'm not going to apologize. And you guys did not properly prepare me for this movie. Uh, what you should have said is most of it is good, and then the third act is a complete train wreck disaster on fire. <laughs> Horrible. And that it absolutely is. And I spent most of that time fishing around the internet, looking up William Peter Blatty quotes and doing goofy stuff like that about Exorcist tidbits here and there, uh, was interested to find that he considers ninth configuration more of a sequel than Exorcist two, which makes sense. They have a shared character in the astronaut who's at the party in Mm -hmm. the the director's Mm -hmm. car. It
2: has been so long since I've seen two, Uh,
0: but that also would make sense. It has the same, uh, there's the same actor that is also in both movies. The one priest in, uh, is it Exorcist? in Exorcist 3 is the head psychiatrist at the castle in Ninth Configuration. So they kind <sighs> of have two, oh, con- wow. two connections in a way. Uh, and then, I, okay, pause, pin in that idea, and uh-huh. move on to Exorcist 3. Which was a good movie. I give that one a thumbs up. I really enjoyed it. It was completely different uh, Exorcist stuff, but uh, Mm -hmm. in all of these movies, I enjoy the Iraq stuff the most, where they're out there looking for... In the desert in the the cave. Yeah, looking up all these ancients and blah 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 and all the mystical nonsense. That stuff's really entertaining. Um, And then the third act of Exorcist kind of seems to veer a little bit. uh, Where it's like, okay... Of Exorcist 3? Yeah where we're just spending all of our time locked in this pen with this guy. And mm-hmm. I, I get it, but it's just sort of, the story feels a little all over the place. And I guess you guys said there's a big director's cut that's not ever been
2: released. And... Yeah, with that, there's there was a whole lot that um, didn't... Because w- what William Peter Blatty wanted to do was make his book Legion into a movie, but the studios wanted to make money off the Exorcist name, so they added in that like whole pre situation that kind of like, okay, you meet him at the beginning and then he's not there for the rest of the movie until the end. Yeah. And then he's there and then he dies and it's like, okay, great. That, that was unneeded. Right. And so, yeah, there, there is a lot that got cut and, and removed and messed up. And William Peter Blatty doesn't particularly like Exorcist three as it is. And I guess I can't blame him, but I, I loved it. And it, it's a I little scattered, I, I but... Did, did it, I just want to know if the, if the scare got you.
0: Well, I knew it was coming, so...
2: Oh, damn yeah. it. Sorry,
0: I saw that clip online years ago. I ah! <laughs> see,
2: that's the thing <laughs> But is, it's still, I,
0: like, hardcore. It's still, I was like, hey, even though I knew well, it was coming. <laughs> the old lady
1: crawling on the <laughs> that wall got the me too. that was
2: so good. See, the thing is, good. is, is because I didn't like The Exorcist 2 at all, and I haven't seen 2 in a very long time, even though I bought that that thing I lent you, I had stayed away from pretty much. I I had seen the prequel, but and the the remake kind of thingy. But um, I had stayed away from three because I was like, well, why why would I watch three? Two is no, I'm not going to do that. So I hadn't seen anything really about Exorcist three. So that scare and everything was totally new to me. And I was watching with with Jason, my fiance, and it scared the. Sh- shit out of me i jumped out
3: of
0: my <laughs> <head>. <laughs> uh, two should be seen at least once because it adds a lot of backstory on pazuzu and the methods of that demon and what mm-hmm. it's trying to do so that that is what two brought to the story now as far yeah. as revisiting these i feel comfortable enough with them that i can revisit them as entertainment but i will probably never watch two again i will go exorcist ninth configuration Exorcist 3. And there's so many connections to make as in that as a trilogy. It's almost scary. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. And I think yeah, that, it, would be an that awesome as a trilogy is, is badass. Um, so I might still spin on those two different versions of Part 4. We'll see.
3: So now, are there
1: other... Other, uh, comparisons as far as ninth configuration go and, and, how that leads into, like, or the middle ground between parts one and three, or? Well, I'd
0: only, I'd only watched two and three. This is the first time I watched them. So I, I have, to, I would have to look at character names of the guy that's in three. That's the head psychiatrist in ninth configuration. Is that the same character? It's the same actor. Mm-hmm. But you, one could make the argument that after the dinner party in the exorcist, that astronaut mm-hmm. character, Lost his mind, post-traumatic stress disorder. Went to the castle, mm. met up with the doctor. They did all of the ninth configuration stuff. Uh, that hospital got broke down. Doctor leaves. Scott isn't Scott Glenn also in? Or is it Scott Scott Wilson?
2: Scott Wilson.
0: He's also in Exorcist Three.
2: Yeah, he's the well, so he's, the, he's the lead they, doctor.
0: He he he, all, he could have come back from the castle and decided to be a doctor interesting you know i all. that's a long shot i back mean back. i'd have to look at their character names because if they're not related then that's nothing but if they are the same character names that would be a massive connection
2: hmm. Ooh, that's interesting i'm gonna yeah. have to go back and want when you give me those back i'm gonna have to watch them <laughs> but, but
0: i did find it interesting that the uh the one the head psychiatrist in ninth configuration same uh actor is the one of the main priests? He's the priest that dies in Exorcist three in his bed. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, that would have been very interesting if he found religion when he came back, and Scott Wilson came back and decided to be a psychiatrist and help people after his experience. Ooh. You know, I mean, you could make
3: those leaps yeah, after what happened oh, in yeah, Ninth definitely. Configuration.
0: But, uh, anyway, and I loved, it, I loved that movie by the way, Ninth Conf- Configuration. That was a great movie. Watch it in this context; it'll be amazing.
1: Yeah. Okay, Eugene, your turn, round one. For you. Okay, uh, so I'm, I'm going to get these out of the way right up front. Uh, I've been watching Hannibal, the the TV show, mm-hmm. and uh, with my OCD, I go full on. Uh, and not just with the TV show, I've now been watching everything Hannibal. So uh, we've got Hannibal, I've got Hannibal Seasons 1 and 2 finished, and Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal the Movie watched. I still need to... and. Uh, the uh, Red Dragon. I watched that one not quite a year ago, so I'm not going to revisit that one. That's still fresh enough. Manhunter. I still have to watch, and then season three of Hannibal, as well as Hannibal Rising, which I would guess I'll be. What watching is Hannibal anyway. Rising? You mentioned that before. I didn't... That's the prequel. Is it a? Mo- it's a movie. Yeah.
0: yeah. It bombed. It's it did not do not at all. <laughs> it's like uh, it's,
2: it's Hannibal like a I think, ugh,
0: Yeah, I love me some prequels
1: sarcasm so um yeah
2: (laughs) it was on Netflix for a while might still be
1: it's on Amazon Prime right now I believe so um so the TV show I am fully on board with Mads Mikkelsen as being Hannibal Lecter Uh, yeah I like the entire cast I think that I'm I'm gonna take a little break now until I hit season three because I'm getting kind of burned out Um, when you watch shows like this just continually back-to-back-to-back-to-back, episode after episode after episode, Mm -hmm. you're like, wait, whoa, 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 this is like, this big character died an episode ago, and it's fine, we're moving on. And I'm like, so I can tell I'm getting almost burned out. Um, Mm -hmm. Not saying it's not good, it is very good, but I'm going to take a little bit of a breather before I hit season three.
2: And it's, it's, it's very bleak. Like it's uh-huh. it's very good and it's and you know there is some some you know hilarious banter between Hannibal and Will and and Hannibal and Gillian Anderson's character and things like yes. that and and Mason Michael Pitt did you like Michael Pitt as Mason Verger because he was absolutely great. he was such hilarious.
1: hilarious scumbag oh, who
2: collects God. children's tears it's yes yes so you know, i mean I, I there's some there's some dark comedy but it is overall like it's very it's bleak when it comes down to the the core story between hannibal and will yes and like will's yes. mental breakdowns and things like that and whatever
1: well, i did th- it was interesting to compare him to uh edward uh edward's character in uh red dragon and i Who's the guy from Man? I, I haven't seen Manhunter in so long. I don't even want to comment on that movie because I haven't seen it in so long. But I know that that the guy that whoever was
2: yeah, it's um, uh, give me a second.
1: But anyway, so the show is the show is really really good. But I will say this: the movies, Sounds of the Lens, and especially Hannibal for me. I that's still my holy grail for this whole uh, franchise. I love. Hannibal the movie I, lo- I just rewatched it and one of Ridley Scott's best movies I like the fact that it is a pitch black comedy gory comedy mm-hmm. uh and as much as I like the, the crime drama cop procedural that was Silence of the Lamb, something about Hannibal itself that the first half is set in Italy and then it moves to that's you know, my Lake favorite City, part of you know. the part in Italy Oh, I love well, that
2: stuff. Eugene, the the begin uh, uh, going into Hannibal season three, you get to spend some time in Italy.
1: Yes, because season two ends. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yep. So you um, should when you'll definitely be interested in that because it is gorgeous too. But
1: good, good. Well, and Mads Mikkelsen, he truly is Hannibal Lecter on on the show. Yep. I, I totally buy that. Uh, but boy, re, revisiting those movies, those movies hold up. So good. Uh, and Eric, I know that you have an issue with, uh, uh, what's her Julianne name? Moore? Yeah. Um, but I, and yeah, she's got the accent that I'm like, come on. But it's still uh, taking that out of the equation. Hannibal, the movie is so oh, it's
0: still a good movie. I, I really enjoyed that film. You turned me around on it, but it, that was because yeah. we had one of the mother of all terrible theater. Experiences. Oh, it was horrible. Yes, I know. <laughs> Middle of summer and their air conditioning <laughs> broke. It was like sold out, oh, nine hundred degrees
1: in there. <laughs> yep, I I remember that well. You, uh, Jason and yep. I, and we're like, what is this mess of a movie? <laughs> but now it's like, wow, that's great. So anyway, but the entire I, I like the fact that. The entire Hannibal franchise, it's a great franchise. Granted, I have not watched Manhunter in a while, and I haven't watched uh, Hannibal Rising in a long time. But I'm guessing I'm going to really enjoy Manhunter again, uh, because Tom Noonan is in it, and Tom Noonan is awesome. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that uh, Hannibal Brian Rising... I'm, and Brian Cox, yep. I have a feeling that Hannibal Rising, I'm going to probably have the same opinion that I did the first time, which was a big meh. So, anyway, okay. Uh, Jess.
2: All right, so I'm going to break my rounds down into two movies each. And I will save the big ones for last. So I'm going to do a Vincent Price double feature here because thank you very much, Screen Factory. I got the new Vincent Price collection, the third volume in there. Um...
1: Do you have all three of
2: them now? Yeah, I have all three of them now. Ah. Yeah. Um, And these are the AIP um, Vincent Price movies. So they started out with the collection, um, started out with the more well-known Roger Corman, um, Edgar Allan Poe stories. Then they got into the second volume, which we did some more um, AIP and different, um, like uh, comedy of terrors and and things like that. And now this one uh, is definitely the more obscure part of Vincent Price's career. Um, So I watched Cry of the Banshee and Diary of a Madman. Cry of the Banshee is a standard sort of Elizabethan England kind of wicked lord and witches. And and, and Vincent Price is the ultimate, ultimate douchebag. And big surprise. (laughs) He he and his sons are awful, awful barons and and are taking over and accusing everybody of witchcraft and and killing women and, and children and all that um and it it's not it, it's all of these movies it's from 1970 and all of these movies that kind of cover that cover that that witches and and witchcraft genre all kind of start to bleed together after a while you have your your big standout ones like wicker man um and even his um the conqueror worm worm vincent price oh, yes which is, a fan, which is a fantastic movie, but this is kind of one that, it, it's good for what it is, and it's, it's nice to see Vincent Price be Vincent Price, because I love him, and, but, I, for me, I'm i glad I saw it, because I'm a huge fan, if, I could see how it could definitely get boring, though, in the, mo- in the middle, it's an hour and a half, and it does kind of drag in the middle, so I would, you could probably give this one a pass, I probably won't really need to watch it again, but, the next one I watched from 1963, which I really, really love early, Vincent Price, is uh, Diary of a Madman. And he is, plays a psychiatrist who gets a man um, who claims he's possessed, and that's why he, he murdered whoever he murdered. And uh, the man dies uh, while, while in jail, and the spirit goes out and, and um, possesses vincent price and he starts murdering people so it's kind of an early possession film staying on track with cool. exorcist
1: nice. <laughs> Jess, what is your favorite vincent price movie
2: my favorite vincent price movie is probably uh it's hard because there's like different like types of vincent price movie <laughs> I know. Yeah. If, but if we're if we're gonna stick with the carmen ones i am a big pit in the pendulum fan yeah. um uh, Jason's a big Mask of the Red Death fan, and I've watched that several times now that we've been together, and I have grown to appreciate it a lot more. And it's a beautiful Blu-ray. Yeah,
1: Doctor Fives.
3: Doctor You love. know
2: what? I love Doctor Fives, and I don't Me think Doctor Fives gets enough love. Yeah. Or enough credit for starting the Saw franchise.
3: <laughs> yes,
1: because that is essentially what it is. Yeah. Is- is that storyline... I, Theater of Blood, I think, is probably still my favorite of the, of the Price movies. Theater I of Blood is fun.
0: I probably I haven't like seen enough to comment uh, very well, but uh, the, was it The Last Man on Earth? Yeah. Yeah, I saw the, that where well, the, mm-hmm. saw that one time on uh, MGM HD over at uh, no, Sugar Creek. Yeah, and... Holy shit, what a transfer. Like, I was yeah. like, I'm blown away. And that's a great movie, especially considering he's acting with himself for the most of the uh, majority of the movie. Mm-hmm. He carries it alone.
2: And that's good the good play. thing about Vincent Price is that he can't, like, he he could just do that. Yeah. He could just be the only person on and in, in frame or what. I mean, that in this collection, they have the Tales of Edgar Allan Poe, which is just him reading or just saying, you know, speaking aloud. Edgar and post stories, and that's all it is. But it's still fascinating because he does it so well.
1: Yeah, his voice incredible. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, so so that that wraps it up for my double Vincent Price feature.
0: Round one, round two for me. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on because we spent more time on Exorcist, uh, Batman, Bad Blood. This is the most recent uh, animated film I got from my buddy Dave. Thank you. This is part 3 in the Damian Wayne story uh that we've that I've been talking about I've talked about it before on the show. It started off with the uh, Son of Batman and then Batman versus Robin, both of which I had extremely low expectations for and both of which I ended up really really digging. So this is part 3 of that uh tale. And this one I didn't care for as much. I felt like they were just kind of spinning the wheels on this one where it was like in the Damian Wayne arc, there is a pivot point that we're going to get to, and I thought we'd be getting there by now. I <laughs> thought we were going to get there in the first film, but then I was like, oh, they're really going for it. So here we are at the third film, and it felt like they were just like, eh, not much is going on. Here's some more yeah. people. And they're, they're, I understand what they're doing. They're bringing in the whole Batman Incorporated storyline where he... Uh, brings in people, uh, other Bat characters from all around the world, he kind of funds them, which is a cool storyline, but it's sort of like the Damian Wayne story seems to have got a little sidelined here. Even though he's a main character, it's just sort of eh, we're spinning the wheels and we'll get there eventually, keep hanging around, but you know, it's still entertaining, i give it a pass, but it it wasn't nearly as good as the first two that I had very low expectations for. Hmm. Um... Okay, Eugene. Round two for
1: you. Okay, round two. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take care of uh, the movie that is opening at the Nightlight Cinema, where Jess and I are employed at, and that is Charlie Kaufman's new movie, Animal Lisa. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, this gonna be kind of a hard review <laughs> for me to to like. I don't want to spoil anything for those that have not seen the movie. Uh, but this is a stop motion movie about a man, uh, and his, not even 24 hours, up uh, one night at a hotel and what he goes through. It is amazing. I, I can't stop thinking about this movie. I, it's something about, uh, the, I don't want to say simplicity of just a mundane, just, the mundaneness of—I uh, sound pretentious, no. but it's just a, a dude in a hotel, and that he's obviously, obviously suffering through a midlife crisis or something. And this is a very much this is very much a movie for discussion, where you sit down, and you you look at the little the little tiny details that are hidden in there that that make the movie what it is uh, more more than what you think it is.
0: Charlie Kaufman is the master of that. Yeah, wow.
2: I read something today that said uh, that they likened it to. It's like it's Charlie Kaufman's love actual love actually, where as opposed to like your standard like rom com where two different people meet, but it's okay, they're still gonna fall in love. Where this is more of a realistic kind of like.
3: Nah. Yes, but there's <laughs> a
0: serious undercurrent of uh, love or romantic comedy to most of his movies, even though it's buried yeah. in... Intense drama and stuff like adaptation. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: the one Eternal Eternal, Sun- Eternal Sunshine,
0: Sunshine. Uh, being John Malkovich even. Um, and name I the title I can't pr- sin S- 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 doc New York. Wait, hold one, on, I can, I can
2: do it. I can do it. Okay, Schenectady. What's Schenectady? That's what it's called, Schenectady, New York. Are you sure? I'm positive. I- yeah. <laughs>
0: Wow, I mean, I haven't seen the movie in years, but I thought they called it uh, Sindok mm. or something like that.
2: Sindok. Well, there's a place in in New York, and it's connected to New York, and I've been,
1: Okay, and it spelled
2: all crazy weird, so it has, I, I ha, it has to be that.
1: Well, and and the title of this movie, Animal Lisa, actually very much figures into the movie, like why this is called that. It it figures in, but uh, I cannot quit thinking about the movie, and there's. Two different scenarios that I came away with the movie, but I I can't spoil it. So, uh, you guys just have to see it and chime in as well as, like, as far as what you think that really went down in that movie. But the, see, the, uh, stop motion is fantastic. There is, again, I have to be careful what I say. (laughs) That's fine. I totally understand. Literally, I was going to, I was going to get into the voice acting. Um, but, Honestly, the less you know, the better, because even that figures into theories on the movie with the voice don't, acting. Then don't do and, it, because I
0: yeah. uh, when it comes to Charlie Kaufman, every single one of his movies I will see, because every single time it's putting on a writing clinic. This is how you write characters, uh, mm-hmm. and
1: this would be the same. I I loved this movie, uh, and I, I gave it four stars. I'll probably go higher on my next viewing, knowing what I know, and having digested it all and thinking about it, I could see myself going even higher than four stars.
0: Well, and like most of his movies, uh, you have to watch it multiple times to start really developing your theories and understanding it. That's called good writing.
1: Yes, it is. It totally is. And and we're talking about a stop-motion movie where I'm like, I'm so invested in these characters. I'm like, I'm not even watching real people uh, or even like high tech CGI animation. I'm watching stop motion. I'm like, I'm like, these people feel real to me. And it was great. So awesome. Anyway, there's my review.
0: Good stuff. Jess, round two.
2: All right. Round two is going to be pretty quick because these movies, um, not a lot to say so i got uh, i got two movies from netflix and the one is nightmare detective from 2006 the other one we'll get to in the final round but um, i watched nightmare detective it is a uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a japanese horror movie three people in tokyo take a surreal voyage of self-discovery through memory and nightmares Oh is the character intends suicide while taking on a self or talking on a cell phone with a stranger who meets online who plans to kill themselves as well. Basically, this guy can see, like, he can go into people's nightmares, and if these people are having such bad nightmares where they're like dying in their dreams, it's sort of like a, a Nightmare on Elm Street thing, but without Freddy Krueger. Basically, it's a, if you if you die in your nightmare, you die in real life.
0: That sounds pretty badass. It sounds kind it, of cool. It yeah.
2: could have been, and there are some really cool visuals and, and, and creepy setups, but I don't know. I just I couldn't get into this one, and I don't know if it's just because it was one of the Dimension Extreme movies, which actually you know, some of them were pretty good. Rogue was put out under Dimension Extreme, and I liked that movie a lot um yeah it was a good movie yeah but but this one i don't know i just couldn't i couldn't get into enough and there's a sequel but I, i probably wouldn't bother with it but i think the thing is is now that i'm looking at like the description on imdb imdb it says it also incorporates fantasy with horror and thriller and that is true there is some like sort of fantastical elements and i think that might have thrown me off a little bit because with J-horror, I'm not usually looking for kind of like fantasy stuff. I'm, it's more standard, creepy stuff. Um, and there's a fair share of that, but I think the fantasy elef- element just wasn't really jiving with me. Gotcha. And so the second one I watched, which I did not get from Netflix, but it was put on Netflix, was 1999's Cruel Intention.
0: I have never seen that movie. Oh my god! I always always hear people talk about it, and I just have never. We need to
2: to do a commentary on it. If we ever do a commentary, we need to do a
1: commentary. Oh, Jess, does it? It all hold up? Because I haven't seen that movie. No,
3: probably (laughs) theatres.
2: No, because so this movie came out in 1999. I was nine at the time. I was not allowed to see this movie. (laughs) So she
3: was she was nine. I was uh, was
0: like two or three years out of high school.
2: (laughs) So fast forward a few years, probably like 2012 or 2002 ish. And I was 12 and I probably, I, I know I saw this at like a sleepover with my friends and from what I remembered over there, it was it, it was something that we knew we probably were like getting away with watching because it wasn't, you know, it's rated R. It's not for kids at all. It's, it's not your <laughs> 90s teen rom-com because it is done by the same guy who did the sweetest thing, which is an entirely different tone. But yeah. what I remembered was it being like something that I, I know it wasn't a good movie. But when I was that age and I was like, okay, this is awesome. And I feel like I'm getting away with something. So that's even better. So it still has to be great, right? No, this movie is terrible, Mm. but it's, it's, it's so bad. It's good. Like it does still have that, that like nostalgic feel for me that I'm like, ah, but uh, it's just so bad and cheesy. And you remember the soundtrack. Like a lot of people say, remember the soundtrack for being really awesome. And that is only a truth in two songs: the first song of the film and the last song of the film. Which the first is "Placebos," every you, every me, and the last is "Bittersweet Symphony." The rest of the songs no. in that in that uh uh movie are god awful, horrible '90s <laughs> terrible songs that made me feel like physically ill every time they came on. <laughs> And then it's, it's,
1: isn't there a really cool Jag convertible, like a classic? Oh yeah, Jag his his and
2: roadster. And yeah, that's a big. Yeah. That, that's a part of it. I, but, I
1: remember so little about that movie, other than a kiss and the car and Matt. Yeah, it's, it's it's Ryan
2: Felipe, it's Ryan Felipe, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Reese Witherspoon, Spoon, and Selma Blair. And it's basically right. dangerous liaisons, which I have not seen, but that that's pretty much <laughs> what it is. I just remember being
0: sold as there's lots of sex in this movie. There
2: is, like, it, 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 well, there is a lot of, of talk about sex in this movie. There is sex in this movie, but there's it, that's all they talk about. I mean, that's the whole thing. Um, Ryan Felipe is trying to like de virginize Reese Witherspoon, and he has this weird love affair with his stepsister.
1: Okay, there isn't there
2: cocaine involved. And then somewhere? Selma Blair, like Sarah Michelle Geller is trying to get back at Selma Blair for stealing her boyfriend, and then it's, it's a whole it's it's a mess, and the dialogue is terrible. But <laughs> it's it's it it is what it is, and it it's it's so bad it's good. I I I really kind of want Eric to watch it since he's never oh, I, seen it. I, <laughs> I think Eugene, you should rewatch cinema. it and see what you think.
0: Oh
1: boy! <laughs> He's like my my plate is full. <laughs> Doesn't Sarah Michelle Geller have a like a a vial of cocaine? All I remember yeah, she's is
2: got that... a crush. She because the of whole
1: thing that's is, what is what I like remember. I was too that's busy blowing
0: Eugene lines while
1: I was yes. watching <laughs> Cruel Intentions,
0: so I don't remember.
2: <laughs> They're really rich and they go to like private Catholic school, and so she's got this rosary. But the cross like comes apart and it's like that's has a right. cocaine spoon in it. And <laughs> yes. she Vindicated. Eugene yeah. wasn't yes. doing
0: blow while he was watching cruel yeah. attentions in no. the theater. No. Sarah Michelle oh. Gellar was doing
2: blow while she was
0: watching. Oh yeah. Eugene was in the wow. back row chugging Nyquil. Okay. Yes.
2: <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> Anything else uh, for this round?
2: No, I think I think that's okay.
0: It. <laughs> Let's begin the final round, leading up to the end of this show. Uh, (laughs) I watched one more to squeeze in today and I'm actually genuinely excited to talk to you guys about it. It was one that I, if it wasn't on the roulette, I think it was a standby, uh, Hellions from 2015, Mm -hmm. always diving on these horror movie, um, grenades that Netflix offers up 99% of which are total shit. Um, but I was like breezing through my list, and I'm like, okay, I need something short, because I got a little bit of time to kill. And this one looked pretty decent. I mean, it's short, it's a Netflix horror, it's, I'll probably watch 10 minutes and turn it off. I hung with it for all of its 82 minutes and credits runtime. time. Um, I gotta say, this might be a Eugene movie. You might love this thing, dude. I'm gonna uh, come out of it with a three out of five, I guess I'm forced to do on the mm-hmm. five star scale. Um, This was not at all what I was expecting. You basically take uh, Trick or Treat, House by the Cemetery, and Wicker Man, kind of toss them all in a blender. Wow. A lot of oh. elements of those films in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it's that good as any of those films alone, but right. the influence of all three of those is they're very heavy. A lot of the reviews I read online, because I wasn't fishing around, I was surprised that it had a mediocre or negative score they're all like, "Oh, I dropped the ball at the end, didn't quite deliver on what it promised." And I was like, "Nah, eh, not really. It petered out, petered out a little bit at the end. It, like the ending wasn't great and it wasn't horrible. It just was sort of like, eh, it's over." Eh, I got, got it. it. And now yeah. the
2: movie's done. Yeah, it's okay.
0: I you know, mm. I, I, there was not like some big huge thing at the end. Just that is what it is. It very much is set in a nightmare dream-like scenario that uh like a lucio fulci feeling do you know what i mean i'm not saying it's that good (laughs) i'm not saying it's that gory or anything crazy it's just
2: a dream it's got a dreamy tone. about
0: 15 minutes or 20 minutes in well 15 it's an 80 minute movie 15 minutes in you're like (laughs) they start throwing in filters and you know that something is awry And from then on, for the rest of the movie, you're in that kind of nightmare scenario. And it's like, this is messed up. And I didn't know where it was going. And it it Mm. falls falls into some cliches here and there, running to the basement and then screaming, um, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, there's more than enough creepiness here to keep you fully involved. I do recommend you watch this one with sound. The sound is, is a vital component here. Uh, both in sound effects and score. Score was not magnificent, but it was good. Uh, the sound effects were very effective. So, uh, just with little things, like little creepy kids in weird, creepy Halloween outfits and they're screaming and little demonic ways. You don't want to watch this one on the treadmill with the, sub- <laughs> with the subtitles, Eugene. I, I- so, so this
1: is one like that. Like late at night with the lights out, you know. I'm telling you
0: to watch it that way. I'm recommending you watch it that way because I would like to hear what you think of it. At eighty at eighty minutes, I don't think you're going to come back and be angry with me. Okay, Um, you may not like it, but I don't think you'll be pissed at me. So that's why I'm saying go ahead Mm and use (sighs) up one of those uh, finely tuned parent spots (laughs) where you get exactly. Trust me, I understand, but I'm telling you for you. I think this is. A Eugene movie you I think you could really get into this and if not now I think you would give it a pass and then buy the blu-ray and like it around the fifth time you watch it yeah so.
1: exactly <laughs> well and speaking of blu-ray Jess you have the blu-ray card. yes I do pass it on I, to Eugene I, uh,
2: I, I was a uh, one I got from scream so
0: late night crank it up and yeah. that it will ha- it will just be a lot more effective if you watch it with sound
1: because what's funny is as is- if I know that I can watch it on Blu-ray, I am so much more opt to watching it uh, in the evening versus, uh, I'll just watch it first thing in the morning at 6 a.m., you know, when I get up early. And <laughs> Seriously, just...
0: if you watch this thing without sound, like on the subtitles while you're working out, you won't like it.
1: Yeah. yeah I okay. mean, it's, well, a,
0: it's, it's a girl running around. She gets attacked on Halloween. A little bit of stranger's uh, attitude ooh. thrown in there, too, just a little bit, uh, but she does a fine job acting. She didn't annoy me at all. Well, so I, but if you watched it on mute, I don't
1: think uh, that would work. Jess, I'm more than happy to, uh, to borrow that one and give it a watch.
2: Yep. (laughs) It will be in your mailbox.
1: Excellent. Okay. My turn. Yep. Last round. Okay. Uh, so I was going to go with a newer release, but you know what? I just watched this one and this ties in, uh, fantastic to me promoting, What's going on, uh, what's coming up actually, hopefully at the Nightlight on February 29th. So I'm going to talk real briefly about, uh, Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I, obviously, you know, everybody, most everybody has seen this movie at this point, but I want to just talk about it real briefly and get both of your opinions on the movie, uh, and the fact that we are trying to bring back Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom on a tilt campaign to the Nightlight Cinema uh, on February 29th. So, your guys' thoughts on your favorite Indiana Jones movies? Because this one, as good as it is, the whole way through, I'm like, I like Temple of Doom just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's just me, and I think that there's a lot of people that probably prefer Raiders, and probably even
0: other people that prefer uh, Last Crusade. Uh, My perception is that Raiders is my perception of what the internet thinks is that Raiders is far and away the best yes. and Temple of Doom is far and away the worst. Mm-hmm. And no, aside from-, is, from Crystal C- Skull, Crystal Skull doesn't count as a movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So Temple of Doom is the worst and Crusade is just kind of there. And the reality is with me and my friends and the real people I've talked to uh, IRL, <laughs> um, they're all kind of right about the same level of awesome. All three of them. Uh-huh. You know, everybody prefers a different one. Uh, you know, from my memory, I watched Temple of Doom first, so I always hold that one as a special place in my heart. Um, yeah, me, me too. <laughs> Raiders, I really enjoy that film up until the end. I think the end is dumb as hell. It's as dumb as uh, Superman the movie. Stupid.
2: Ah, uh, but the face melting so cool. Oh, yeah, that's adding...
0: cool. Yeah, Marion, close your eyes. What, is, what does that mean? How does he know that? How does he know how to do that? And then, oh, we just close our <laughs> eyes and we he's avoid it. Indiana the
2: Jones, we don't question.
0: Oh, okay. I don't question anything. <laughs> uh,. Last How did Crus- they
2: survive when he couldn't fly the plane and they jumped off the wrath in Temple of Doom? We don't question.
3: Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> Trust me, I know there's silly stuff in all of them, but at least that was physical. <laughs> you could just go, well, they got lucky and they fell on a very steep slope and it panned out.
2: Yeah. Uh, last
0: last crusade is I mean, that's horribly there for me. Technically, my favorite of the bunch is being it it's the most even. Where I don't have that thing where I hate the end or, you know, anything like that. Yeah. Or the falling off the cliff with Temple of Doom. Um, <laughs> but I, I enjoy them all about the same. Crystal Skull does not
2: exist. Uh, yeah. Jess. The Temple of Doom is my favorite. It was the first one I saw. Really? I watched it. It is my 100% favorite.
3: Yeah, me too. Without a
2: doubt. Um, it's the first one I watched. I watched it all the time when I was a kid. Um, and it was, it has, I, I I know I like it because it has a lot of horror elements to it. Uh Um, it is the scarier of the Indiana Jones movies. I think, I think maybe the least family friendly. Yeah. Um, and so there we go. I mean, that that's honestly, that's probably why I like it so much is because it had more of that, that gory, weird, like, icky feeling to it and yes Marianne is a much better role model for for women and but I really can't make any I can't really make any excuses for for Willie but like she gets kind of better
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but everything else I like and it still holds up
1: yeah it, it, it really does and it, now I wonder what the what the thought process was to make this the prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't know, but I was I'm shocked sure. when you, you yeah. revealed that on your show. I was like,
0: what? Are you serious? <laughs> I didn't even know that. Um, yeah.
2: And then I would I would say that, that Raiders is definitely my second favorite, and, and Last Crusade has always just kind of been a, meh, for me. Raiders is Jason's favorite. I believe his favorite movie of all time, actually.
0: Oh, really? But, cool. um. Wow! They all yeah. three have just unbelievable, amazing set pieces in them. I mean, I they I, do I, every. I get mad when people dog Temple, and I'm like, mm-hmm. the bridge, the fricking bridge, man! Yeah, how can
1: you the the, the mine the mine car chase?
2: Yeah, that's awesome, oh,
1: that's great! It's so good, and everything. Well, of, of course, Dan
2: Aykroyd for 30 seconds.
1: Yes. <laughs> what? Where?
2: Oh, he, he gets Mr. Jones on uh, on uh, the the plane oh. at the beginning.
1: Oh, okay. What are you saying?
2: Yeah. We you don't have enough time. You have to go.
3: Oh.
1: Yeah, but even the opening. I loved the opening in that in that nightclub and the diamond. I know, Club I love Obi- it. And it's so good. Yeah, am I the only
0: one that knows that? What? Obi- oh yeah, no, okay.
1: Obi Wan. Yeah. Club oh. Obi-
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you not know that, Jess?
2: I no, I did. I just I didn't know uh, what you damn said. It. I was just <laughs> trying to be
0: part
1: of the cool kids and know something you didn't know about <laughs> oh. Temple of Doom.
2: <laughs> no, I'm sorry I with love the, that movie <laughs> I, thought
1: that, I thought that Maul Ram was the best bad guy in all of the Indiana Jones movies he was just a such an evil despicable bad yeah. guy like he wasn't just a Nazi he was this truly evil cult dude
0: and after uh, playing through the Lego games with Addie she very much wants to watch when can I watch Indiana Jones when can I uh, okay well now here's one coming yeah well, hopefully Two tickets purchased on Tilt. Let's get, it, yeah. let's get that Jason, thing tilted.
2: Jason and I are playing the Lego Indiana Jones game currently.
0: It is probably the worst Lego Indiana uh, Lego game there, that they've made so far, but it's still fun.
2: Yeah, it's fun. I think the Star Wars one handles a little bit better, but I still like the Indiana Jones one. Jones a lot.
0: We're on to Batman 3.
2: <laughs> I haven't. I'm so far behind. They're so good. <laughs>
0: That's all right. That's kind of me and Addie's thing. We play the Lego games. Uh, okay. Where are we at? Even uh, Eugene, anything else for Indy?
1: That's it. I, I was just curious what you guys' thoughts were on all the Jones movies. Is there any? Is there any redeeming qualities at all for Crystal Skull, or should we just move on?
3: It's
0: so bad that sometimes I I, I have to go back and go. I need to rewatch it because there's no way it's quite that bad and then I've I, done that honestly three... I've probably watched it three or four times yeah me and, too and, and like... every time I'm like mother of god why am I doing <laughs> the freaking swinging monkey vines and uh, oh. the I've watched
2: oh. it once and I had no desire to go back and I don't really remember a whole lot about it but I still remember I have no desire to go back so I don't plan on it I mean, I have it because I have the collection, but...
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah. I remember sitting in the theater after the, the <laughs> credits cr- rolling. We're going there. And, and my wife and I looked at each other and we're like, what, the, what? And I'm like, how am I going to spin this to Eric that it's... I didn't hate hate it because he's going to love this and I thought it was meh. And I'm like, oh, and we're so as arguing as typical, over this.
0: Back in the day, uh, I, I call him up <laughs> and I go... uh so I, I saw the new Indiana Jones film, and you're like, yeah, so did I. And I went, ugh. And you went, yeah, you, you loved it, didn't you? Or no, no, I think you said, we're going to disagree, aren't we? And I said, yeah, probably. And, and you went, we did not care for it. And I went, are you serious? Because I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the way it went. Yeah. Yes, he was like, "What, really? You hated it?" I was like, "Yeah, that was horrible." Are you kidding me? Uh, and uh, then, was, then it was about twenty minutes of going, "You kidding me? Are you kidding me?" Yeah, mutt yes. and, <laughs> and his oh, oh god greaser biker dude. Okay, anyway. why, why yeah. are we talking about this? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jess last round, please. Anything? Like All right, this.
2: last round. The two big movies I've been waiting to talk about. So, the second movie I got from uh, Netflix. DVDs was Green Inferno the newest oh, Eli Roth movie oh boy. and I didn't get a chance to see this in the theater because I I'll be totally honest and say I didn't try Okay. and Fair enough. I I just I can't I can't with Eli Roth it's <laughs> never gonna happen I just <laughs> the first 45 minutes of this movie is nothing it is useless crap That made this movie way too long. And then we actually get to the whole purpose. And there is, I will say that the, 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 have, Eric, have you seen it?
0: No, I have not, but uh, I don't care if you spoil it.
2: Okay. Well, the, the first kill, um, the first major kill by the cannibals is good. I will say that that is an awesome use of practical effects. And I like that Bravo credit where credit is due. And that's it (sighs) because everything else about this movie is abhorrent. I hate it so much. Oh
3: wow! Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't think you're
0: going there. I mean, uh,
2: <laughs> I can't. I just i i. I <laughs> Eli so Roth and he, he makes speak. me seething angry. Yes, he's. I uh, Jason has this awesome new cool word calendar at work, and he learned a new word that was oli uh, oliet.
0: Animalisa? Oh
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> Oily aginous, oh oh, yeah. meaning oily or greasy. And oh. I just, that's the word that perfectly comes to mind when I think of Eli Roth, is he's just this weaselly, greasy, oily, just, mm, it makes me angry. But the just the, this is some of the worst dialogue I have ever heard in my life from somebody who actually could write something better if they actually tried. Yeah. and has the budget to hire decent actors and actresses.
1: And Jess, you kind of liked Hostel 1 and 2. I right? like Hostel
2: 1 and 2. I will say that at the beginning of, of Eli Roth's career, I was not, I, I don't know if it was because I didn't, his personality just kind of hadn't come out yet, and I just, there's something about him that makes me angry, but I liked Hostel and Hostel 2 for what they were, for their exploitationiness. I, I enjoyed that. And I, I haven't watched them in a while, but I think I would still like them. I hated yeah. Cabin Fever. And I think that's where my attitude towards Eli Ross, dude broy, awful characters <laughs> just I can't I can't take it. And I think that like and he writes those characters every time. And I think that's why I don't like him because I think that's probably actually what he's like, because that's all he can write. <laughs> yeah. And I think that it just feeds over. But as far as the rest of the the kills and everything in this movie, I was expecting something super duper. I mean, the whole idea of this was to be compared to Cannibal Holocaust or, or, or Cannibal Ferox. That's, that's the whole idea. That's what he's going for. We know he wants to be Quentin Tarantino and, and homage all his favorite exploitation and horror movies. And that's fine and great. But this... That would just...
0: get pretty meta if you're uh, homaging <laughs> yeah. uh, Tarantino who's homaging everything else. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like triple meta.
2: Exactly. And it's not something that's, that's, that's one, that anybody wants and is two, very good. And it, it, for this, yeah, <laughs> for this, that first kill is like, it's gruesome and it's gory. And I'm like, okay, maybe this is going to, maybe he is going to, to, to keep up with that. And then the rest of it is just nothing. The rest of it's very tame compared to what I was hearing about what it was supposed to be like. And the lead guy, the, the whole basic plot of the story is these social justice warriors go out to save these <laughs> tribes that are getting bulldozed that's my, that's by... That's my
0: favorite recent current term ever. So, social justice warrior. I love warrior.
2: it. <laughs> um, who, are, who are getting bulldozed by people who are tearing down the Amazon, and they're going to save these people. And then they go back... Because they accomplished what they did and that's the whole first forty five minutes of this movie, and then they get <laughs> back on a different plane and then they crash and then the movie starts. Yep. Yeah. And 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 obviously then they get captured by the tribes they're trying to save and turns out it's a cannibal tribe. Oops.
3: Yeah.
2: And the so the lead guy that has this all set up is the worst of them all. And you don't even see him get any. He's he survives the longest, aside from the lead girl who does end up making it out. Spoilers, but um, you don't see anything really happen to him. And I was so let down by that because of all the people that should have gotten it the worst. And even in Cannibal Holocaust and Ferox, they always give those people what they like. They always have have a, have a pretty gruesome death for them. And this guy just yeah. okay. July, you
1: remember to, yeah, yeah, remember to, uh, in Cannibal Ferox, that was the. Best use uh, in those old school cannibal movies of the main bad guy getting what's coming to him.
2: Yeah, and I will say that you can't make a decent cannibal exploitation movie without a good penis dismemberment. I'm sorry,
1: <laughs>
2: but that's just pretty much a staple, and yeah. he totally
1: just blew it off. What did you think of the – there was I, – I wasn't quite getting the – was it supposed to be funny the whole – jerking off scene as
3: well as i don't know
2: exactly that's what i was watching the thing is is i don't find that the thing is is even if it is supposed to be funny that's just not my type of humor but i don't think it i don't think it was actually supposed to like i, I don't know and that's my problem either. with E roth and is in every movie aside from and the hostile movies do have that kind of you know douchey tourist no. thing going on but it was okay then because we didn't know that that's what Eli Roth was just going to continue doing
0: well, <laughs> well we assumed we were supposed to be rooting against them
2: right exactly and now it's all of it it's just I don't so I don't know his humor it just doesn't tr- if it is supposed to be funny I don't find it funny and I it just doesn't work hmm. for me and
0: I, I don't know what to say because I didn't get uh, cabin fever as being a funny movie
2: yeah, but other people that said yeah, it I guess it was, yeah, but I didn't I walked
0: think it. The theater it was. Everybody was like,
2: "Oh, it's a comedy." And I was like, like if you think really? it's funny, like if you like if you find it funny, you're kind of a dick. <laughs> "Oh, wow." <laughs> <laughs> but I just like it's like that dude broy frat boy humor that's just it that's funny if you're that kind of person, but that's, I don't know.
1: Yes, but yes, but pancakes. Has <laughs> that yeah. happened?
0: It, no. it did happen yes yeah. i remember after we watched that movie you were like yeah oh, pancakes and i was like what like i didn't even <laughs> connect like did he say pancakes he said no, pan- he really he said pancakes and then i was
1: like yep what does that mean yeah i i do when i because i saw great uh, great inferno in the theater and the masturbation scene i'm like so is this supposed to be disturbing or funny? Because it's not. I'm. I don't quite get this. We call like, it yeah. Rothy. Yes.
2: <laughs> I have no idea. It's just.
1: It's disturbed. Funny. I,
2: it's just yeah. like I'm going to put this in here because I think it's hilarious. I don't care if anybody else does, and it's just. Did like you at yeah.
1: all think just that the uh, the whole pot smoking and then. They got stoned. That the cannibals stupid. got stoned off of the pot smoking no, corpse.
2: That was dumb.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're gonna with the, with we're this. gonna shove a little itty bitty bag of weed into a human tar- into a human body. The, all of the, this this whole tribe of people that there were at least a hundred of them at least are all gonna get one hundred percent stoned out of their mind on this this corpse brownie thing that's happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Eric, this happens in the movie. And oh, I believe you. I'm be I'm so... sorry, I was busy writing down Corpse Brownie as the title of this episode.
2: <laughs> 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 they're they're all get and they are totally one hundred percent like cool, like everything's awesome. We're we're totally high and well, stoned and we're yeah, so distracted. We're so dist- oh. we're di- we're so distracted that our prisoners are gonna escape for a minute. Except, oh no, it's gonna be funny because we're gonna get the munchies and we're cannibals. Oh. Ha uh.
0: ha! I you really could see Eugene right now. I was cracking up. I-, uh. I haven't seen the
1: film, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, and the thing is, I watched it one time in the theater, and I was so giddy for a new cannibal movie in the theater. That's what. It that is. I'm like yeah. that. That gets a thumbs up, oh, right? Come on, you giving far worse shit
0: a thumbs up for far less that's all right (laughs) (laughs) nobody's giving you a hard time here for liking that well yes might be but
2: (laughs) i don't get old movies as
0: a whole so that doesn't bother me i know
2: that like eli roth is very divisive it's either you love him or you hate him generally i'm sure that they're in the middle people but i fall strongly on the hate him and it's not like i try i watch every movie but it's just i can't no it's Every movie's going to be hate-watching. That's, that's, that's all it is.
0: I'm in the, I root for Eli Roth, and I generally despise his movies.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: I, but I appreciate that uh, he's come from nothing, like, uh, yeah. and has made a lot of friends, and is, especially finding his way in the horror circle enough that he can yeah. do his thing, even if it's not my thing. It's sort of like, mm-hmm. hey, good for you, man. Go yeah. for it. I, I appreciate that. But even if I'm just like I watch his movies and I'm like, oh. oh, oh.
2: Well, my uh. my my final thought on the matter before we move on to the other movie that I know um, we're, we're dying for is I gave Green and Inferno one and a half stars on Letterboxd and I think I actually was being generous.
1: So would this <laughs> fall into one of the worst of the year for you of of last year? of of
2: last year? Yeah, I, if if I had seen <laughs> it, if I had seen it, it would have been on my. Worst of
1: list. Wow.
2: But moving on to a movie that would not have been on my worst of list, I saw The Revenant.
0: Bump, bump, bump. Oh. Okay. Yeah.
2: Nervous. Yeah. I I'm wanted nervous. to. When I when I saw the trailer for this movie, like you know how Eric, you know Eugene and I were both pumped for it, and you were kept saying, you know, I don't think I'm as excited for this as you guys, and we were both like, yeah, it's gonna be really awesome. And I saw it, and it was awesome, but it was not as awesome as I wanted it to be. I actually fall more on the Eric side on this and that it could have easily dropped 30 minutes off that sucker <laughs> I am shocked
0: I truly yeah. especially after Hateful Eight, uh, the review there or, 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 no no I, more, and more it wasn't more. even
2: it's not the the like the the long shots really that that I think could be true I mean some of them yes but it was just like I there were certain aspects of it that I thought could be definitely trimmed down I thought well oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. I saw um, The Revenant at uh, the Highland Theater because they got it there and it was only $5. Um, so that theater's pretty old. It wasn't their greatest viewing experience ever, but the screen is huge. So that's a bonus. Yeah, um, that
0: was really all you needed.
2: Yeah, so I will say that – where should I start? I guess <laughs> – it's not that I didn't like it. It's just I want to start It's a where, hard where movie where I, to review. Yeah, it is because – it is very much. I'll start with the bear attack because that's the, that's the big point, and that that was very intense. And and I, but I was I think I amped it up too much in my brain, and it was really really intense and very realistic. And I I did kind of cringe, but I was I don't know I don't know what I was expecting, but I was expecting more of like that kind of stuff happening throughout the movie. And I realized that the movie does like have violent scenes happening throughout the movie after that. But I thought that it was more. Like constant, intense, 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 and then there's all these weird fever dreams, and <laughs> there's Tom Hardy, and so it, it. For me, I could have easily gotten rid of the the print the 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 whole idea of these Indians tracking down his their their princess or their daughter, mm-hmm. because I think that I don't think that really needed to be in there to get from point A to point B. I think that was kind of something that, like, we didn't necessarily have to, because there were certain parts of that that I that would have made the movie shorter had we got rid of some of that aspect.
0: I think you could, you still could have had the subplot of that going on without mm-hmm. so much
3: detail. Without so much of, of it. it. Yeah.
2: Like, how many scenes do we need of this guy going? They could have my daughter. Let's go there. They could have my daughter. Let's go there. Okay, I get it. Your daughter could actually be anywhere. Hmm. <laughs> So I, I would have cut some of that down. Um, I will say that the cinematography is better than Hateful Eight, and I think it should get the Oscar for that over Hateful Eight. Um because it was gorgeous, and, yeah. you know, Inarratu does know what he's doing, even with those, those continuous shots. Um, and it, it looked good, but the whole – Tom Hardy was damn near uninte- unintelligible. Um, the entire time, and I will say that the theater doesn't have the theater I saw it in isn't the greatest for sound, but it's just it, the man just needs to stop with accents. Just I had this, this <laughs> with Bane and this. It's just please, just stop. I don't I don't know why you're trying so hard because <laughs> he, he's a good actor. He really is, and he did good at what he, he did well at what he was doing. But I just I couldn't understand half of what he said, and from what I could tell, what half of what he said really didn't matter much. But <laughs>
0: Uh, well, he's just a bird and a <laughs> feather? There's just two different. It depends which side of the coin you come down. On. Yeah,
2: and I, I, but I will say Leo did a great job. Even if it was, it really should have been titled "Leo Turns into a Bear," though, because all it was was Leo making bear sounds for a good part of that movie, and to a point where I was like, "Is he being stalked by a bear? Like, am I supposed to be hearing bear sounds? Like he's being stalked by?" some bear family revenge or something like that? Or is that the sounds he's making? And it was just the sounds he was making. <laughs> but I'm just listening. listening. I'm waiting until you're no, done. Okay, okay, okay. And and, and I, the last thing I will say... Um, because I, I don't want, I know it sounds like I said like, I don't like it, but I did like it. I gave it three and a half stars. <laughs> I, I love
0: this because Jess is totally where I was at when we got into this discussion last <laughs> yeah. episode with you. Yeah. It was like, I'm not ripping
2: this. This like, is a I'm good not, film. I just, it's just like it's not the Skull amazing. Pyramid
0: doesn't mean dick. No,
1: but it
2: looked cool. <laughs> it looked cool as that. hell. But I, I would have actually kept that. I would have gotten rid of some <laughs> other things, but I would, I'd definitely keep Skull. Mountain.
1: Well, I'm so curious what I would think on repeat viewing. Like maybe I would be like, oh, okay, I I'm, I'm a little bit bored now because <clears throat> the first viewing I was not bored at all. I was like, mm-hmm. this is great stuff here. Um, I was conflicted while I was watching it because I
0: was watching it on the biggest screen at Tinseltown, and even. Then I was looking back and forth like, this is so beautiful. This shot is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then the other side of me was going, I am fucking bored.
2: But can we go on, <laughs> This doesn't please? mean anything.
0: You could... Uh, I hope this is going to mean something later. Look yes. at my watch. Hour 45 to go. <laughs> so that gives...
2: That that brings me to my final point in, in that I don't buy into the revenges in God's hands kind of thing. When... I'm pretty sure Leo letting Tom Hardy flow down a river to his death is still Leo causing that to happen. Yeah. He did stab
0: the shit out of him a lot. Yeah,
2: and if he had not gone after Tom Hardy at all, Tom Hardy probably would have gotten away. So, yes. so oh, your whole, so your whole like idea of oh, but you know, like because I assume he he would have he wouldn't want he didn't act out revenge for his wife, and that's why he felt the need so much to do it for. His son, because not only was his son wrong, but this is, you know, uh, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, it just, eh, if you're gonna do the revenge thing, just just stick with the revenge thing. Like I, am that's fine. I can get invested into that, but don't don't try and change it around. And go, oh wait, no, actually, we're gonna let this, and we're gonna let God take care of this, even though I'm purposely sending him downstream to Indians that I see clearly. who
0: randomly came across me right at that same time? Because I saved that princess. But I can even let that random, uh, uh, I can even let the revenge thing major theme go. It's just, it's sort of like, then they pile in these, you know, 15, 20 minutes of scenes of, no, it's about Native Americans losing their Mm -hmm. land. Where I'm like, pick one. You gotta be one or the other. Can't be both. I mean, you could be both if you spend enough time on it, but it's—he's too busy building a fire over here. Uh, anyway, Eugene, <laughs> I feel like we're piling on. <laughs> if you want to uh, make your case as well, i uh, go ahead. No, I thought them. it was great, <laughs> that's, and that's totally fine. I, I, yeah. I mean,
2: obviously, I mean, it, and it's not like you're wrong. There's, yeah, there's I, plenty I, of stuff to back you up, and I'm not saying it's bad. It's a just lot of I Oscars. Would, I just, and I yeah. really, really wanted to love it. Eric, you went into it with a little bit lo- with lower expectations than you and I. you, Gina and I did. And I ended up following more on, on your side at the yeah. end of it. But
0: I'm surprised. I, and I went in, yes, I went in with lower expectations, but uh, about 30 minutes in, my expectations were kind of through the roof because see, the cinematography was so good. And what was going on was so involving. I was like, damn, this is see,
2: intense. I'm... I'm 100% invested in every piece, every word that Quentin Tarantino writes in his films and how everything is set up that I think that's probably yeah. really wa- that. That's why I enjoy his movies being two and a half hours long and sometimes I'm like, man, I kind of wish that was longer. Whereas in this movie, not exactly hanging on every single word everybody's saying.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: There's a lot of times that? where I'm like, I can't even understand what Tom Hardy's saying and I don't... It doesn't really – he's just being mountain man and talking about being a man and blah, 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 blah. Could, and again, I wasn't seeing it in the best of sound quality, so that may have – I saw
3: hindered. it in the best of
0: sound quality. I didn't understand <laughs> shit.
2: <laughs> I mean, I got – you know, I heard his whole squirrel story and I heard his <laughs> – but it was all just like, okay, I, I get it. It's like, yeah, man will turn in the face of God to save his ass. I get that. Cool. But, uh, I, I oh, tell me that my no
0: We're so <laughs> on the same page, you and I. But that's, again, this thing is up for so many Oscars that obviously right. we are the oddballs. Well, out you of know it. what? I
2: didn't like Birdman, and it won Best Picture, so.
0: I need to see that one. I haven't gotten around to it. Because I, I recall Eugene being kind of, eh, But I did hard. like
2: The Revenant. I do want to reiterate that I did like The Revenant. I did I just too, didn't and love I,
0: it. I would totally, easily give this a cinematography uh, Oscar. Yes, that I agree with. And I wouldn't drop a single shot. One of those long shots of the nature shit. That was gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, beautiful. Uh, anything else anybody wants to add for
1: anything? <laughs> this episode. <laughs> oh boy, we've covered pancakes and we've oh, covered. Uh, one and I knew it was
2: going to be a big episode because we our our texting had, had slowed down because we couldn't talk about anything because we
3: weren't saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know because I've been watching nothing but but Hannibal, 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 Hannibal. Yep.
2: And I knew that I wanted to just rip Green Inferno apart, and if I had started on a text (laughs) message, I would have never been able to stop. So, all right, and you got a sweet episode title out of that. So, yes, I did. (laughs) Now,
1: now is anybody at all interested in the cabin? I'm sure the answer is no. But Cabin Fever remake that has been okay anyway wrap, wrap us up eric
3: <laughs> holy
0: shit wow you definitely uh were asking the wrong crowd I, I didn't realize that jess hated eli Roth so much uh you knew where i still i like was waiting fever. for this
2: subject to come up to and i knew green inferno was gonna be the best because i'm like it's gonna happen because i <laughs> I, I know we we'd sort of talked about it before like a, that i wasn't a huge fan but
0: Oh, we no. both know I wouldn't piss on Cabin Fever's head if if it was on fire. <laughs> but then there's a remake, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> hey, uh, maybe. Oh, I watched the trailer, and I was like, it's the that exact is same thing.
3: thing.
0: I don't know.
1: I haven't seen I haven't seen it since the theater. It'll be on Roulette, or actually, no, it won't be because I'll have watched it by then. it <laughs> <laughs> on Blu-ray.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't, yeah, I struggle with, even, even with like disease type movies, I struggle because it's, it's so icky and gross and Mm -hmm. uh, I don't like that. If it's a, if it's a zombie thing, I don't have a problem with. Decomposing bodies, but if but it's, if it's a, like a
2: bacterial, a bacterial like bacterial virus, or,
0: or the the
2: monkey See, from outbreak or some shit, I don't shit, mind I'm like, that. It, it, it gets on like no pun intended, but it gets under my skin and stuff like that. But <laughs> it, it's just his care. I just I hate his characters. So
1: <laughs> you didn't like the bear Jew and the glorious bastard. No, that
2: was no I don't. Part of that I, I don't mean it's characters that he plays. I mean characters. <laughs> well, well, I mean characters he plays. I mean the characters he writes. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino wrote the Bear Jew. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, you know, and and supposedly that was supposed to be uh, Adam Sandler, or
2: at least had, uh, or at least had what? some input on him writing yeah. the Bear Jew. Uh, yeah, that oh, would
1: have oh, been terrible. Boy. Yeah, we're so off the rails. Yeah, who at cares? This point? Wait,
2: <laughs> do we have plugs? I feel like we should at yeah, least so plug let's the have Plugs and tees. My <laughs> yes. turn
0: first. Tees, uh, uh, coming up. I'm going to review uh, My Neighbor Todoro. I-, I watched the first hour with my daughter. This is our first um, subtitled, first Japanese animated, first Miyazaki. Uh, it was coming to the nightlight. I really wanted to take her to that, and I couldn't because of the time frame of when that movie was showing. It's too late on a school night. Um, but I was like, hey, I got this uh, shaky bootleg looking thing here, and uh, let's <laughs> give it a watch. And. You know, an hour in, she was really enjoying it. I've only watched it once, and it was many years ago, so uh I, you know, didn't have much of a... didn't know where my memory was on it. And I'm super impressed that she has been enjoying it this much because uh, it's very character-driven. It's mm-hmm. slow. There's not a lot going on. We've only just been in- introduced to Totoro, and we've got a half an hour left, and uh, we're going to try and carve that time out here in the next couple of days. Um to watch together and a subtitled film, 11 year olds watching and she loves it. So I I can't wait to see how, how she comes out on it. Maybe I'll do a little mini episode where she gets to talk about it, but then I get that kicks open the door for me to show her more Miyazaki films. Uh, Eugene.
1: Um, So Jess, I'll probably be stealing some of your thunder here, but uh, we have the witch opening on February 19th at Nightlight Cinema and uh, from, from what I hear, this is a fantastic, uh, I, I hate to say horror movie because from what I've been reading, this isn't so much horror as more of a very dark, dark, dark drama uh, with some horror thrown in. But I can't wait. I cannot wait to see this movie and uh, see the crowd's reaction and all that good stuff. I think it looks fantastic. Uh, but as far as the home front, I'll be watching Hannibal season three. I'm not sure if I'll have that done by uh, next podcast. But but pieces
2: nah. Ooh, did is you get it on
1: Blu-ray? I have not got it yet. But I cannot wait. This is one of my all-time favorite slasher movies. Is coming from Grindhouse releasing. Uh, Jean Pierre Simon is uh, the director. Uh, in one of his actually his best movie because he made, uh, what, what did he make, Eric? Uh, oh, I pieces. know. Slugs? No, 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 yeah, the Slugs and the, uh, Mr. Science Theater movie that's so funny. Uh, Pod People. Oh, <laughs> oh, God, that's like my, yes, that's him. That's my that's favorite him. Mystery Science Theater ever. Yes, and Pieces is that but a slasher movie and we've all seen Pieces and it's
0: so good. That's <laughs> so messed up that you said, it. he's also made and I named two other movies he's made. yes, <laughs>
3: Two. <laughs> That's pathetic.
0: <laughs> I don't know on who's front. You, the horror guy, or me, the... Yeah, I, I,
1: it's just bizarro. Of horror, horror movies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Pieces and The Witch. There you go. I'm done. <laughs> <sighs> oh, just,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah well, uh, I'm not going to make any promises on what I'm going to review because I have a whole stack of things and it could really just be anything. So I am going to start tackling that. More heavily, so, so hopefully some new movies. I do want to try and get out to the theater to see something because I do kind of I like doing these theatrical reviews. It makes me feel like I'm actually in it, touch with things. With
0: the <laughs> yes, That's exactly. Right. This show is not about the current; it's about <laughs> discovering, uh, bring to light the old and the new.
2: But I do also want to plug our. Um, in addition with the Nightlight, we, there is a new Facebook page that you should all like called Friends of the Nightlight, where we are presenting as a movie freak. So we are going to start presenting certain movies. And uh, we have decided to kick it off with what we already talked about earlier, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. So we are uh, currently working towards our goal on Tilt. Basically, it's like a Kickstarter. You contribute your $9 for your ticket. Once we hit a goal, you get your charged your $9. If we don't hit the goal, no harm, no foul. You don't get charged. We just don't show the movie. So we are doing pretty well right now. If you go to our uh, Facebook page or you go to the Friends of the Nightlight Facebook page, you can find a link where you can get your ticket. And don't worry, when you get your ticket, it sends it to our system, and we'll have your name and everything ready. You don't need a confirmation. You're good. But we have like six days left on that, so we got time. But we definitely need you to come out and bring out your friends. And the more people we get to come to these shows, the more awesome stuff that the movie freaks will be bringing you, as well as individually we're welcome to bring Um, movies, and you actually are welcome to bring movies. If you check out the Friends of the Nightlight page, you can fill out an application for a movie that you might like to show at our uh, establishment.
0: Hell yes. Yep. Uh, Okay, that's going to wrap it up this episode. I also want to encourage everybody that we are going to be doing some uh, movie commentaries this year. Probably one a quarter,
2: I think. Cruel (laughs) intentions.
0: I don't know about all that. I'll have to watch it and see if it's it's worthy. Uh, uh, But if you have any recommendations of films you'd like us to do a commentary to that you think would be funny or worthwhile... Uh, shoot it our way at moviefreakspod at yahoo.com you can also find us on Facebook moviefreakspod and Twitter at moviefreakspod uh, that's going to be it for this episode, I'm Eric Warner. I'm Eugene Weaver, I'm Jess Hicks see ya oh,
1: really? oh God. thanks <laughs> <laughs> we're all waiting for it now
2: yeah. yep <laughs> <laughs>
3: listening